Welcome once again to CNC Talking Factory. It's me and me, and we're here to do something. Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Yeah. How's everybody been out there? How's everybody doing? So today we are uh, trying to figure out levels. <laughs> uh, no, we're not. <laughs> the levels are figured out. <clears throat> right, right. So, so bear with us if you guys hear a little, uh, little furry guy barking in the background. Or rustling around. Yeah. It's my baby, Cash. Yeah. And uh, he wants to make his appearance on the podcast. Too. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Alrighty. So what's on the uh, agenda today? Not much of an agenda. You know, I like to play things by ear. <laughs> I feel like every time we plan something, it doesn't quite go how it should be or how we think it's going to go. <laughs> That's the best play and the best part of a plan. It never works out. <laughs> so what's been new with you? Uh well, not a whole lot of nothing. Just riding and riding. Running around on my bike. What about your little incident the other day? I don't know what you speak of. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> what incident? With the fucking guy on the scooter. Oh, that dipshit, yeah. Stupid people on scooters, on their phone, not paying attention. Typical downtown LA shit. Yep. And then they want to sue. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. You can't help stupid. No, no, you can't. You got to drown it. Drown it in a deep well with a lot of stones. Stupid. So I had some... Uh, some feedback on... The episode that we did the other day, where we were trying to find out if um, we should stick to one subject or, or I forget what you said um, about ADD. squirrels on Adderall or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> but um, a lot of people said they kind of just like us being all over the place. Okay. So I was like, well, fuck cool. it. Give the people <laughs> what they want. Right. So on so. that note. I was listening to the episode um, that we did with Jordan and Julie, Juan, and Art, and myself. And I know that you didn't partake on that one. And one of the things... I was snoring my butt off. One of the things that they were talking about, or one of them brought up, was that... um, Fuck, how do I word this? Basically, they were saying if women are more trifling when it comes to cheating. And I was trying to tell them, because Julie's reaction was no. And naturally, as women, you know, we got to fight for the rest of us. But um, I was trying to tell them that Charlemagne has this whole theory about how women cheat for emotion and men cheat for ego. Which is kind of true. Not really, though. Not, what do, not all the time. Not all the time. True, but what do women always ask you for is your time, your attention. Yeah, for, but... For the most part, right? Yeah, but... Hang on, no. hang on, hang on. Let me present my argument here. 
And then you have guys too that are like, oh, I've been with the same girl for however many fucking years or however much time. You know, let's see if I still got it. Mm-hmm. And then they go out to see if they still got it and end up cheating and... Because they're dumb fucks. Exactly. So what's your take on it? My take on what? <laughs> Sorry. On, on what we were just talking about, like, you know, oh, um, the the whole aspect of cheating. Because I know, like, Julie and Jordan are early 20s. Art is late 20s. You know, I'm not uh, going to age so myself. So me as the old guy on the show, is that it? No, but I'm <laughs> saying, like, we're all different age ranges, so we yeah. all see things differently. Um, oh, shit. Um, honestly, it seems like... When it gets to that point, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be dealt with that people just want to avoid. It seems like, at least to me, through my experiences in life and all that good stuff, um, most of the time when something like that happens, it's because somebody's not happy, but they don't feel that they can communicate that unhappiness to the other person. Why do you think they feel then? That's why, well, shit, sometimes, I mean, when you're in a relationship... Like, you're with that person, but at the same time, like, you are trying to keep a part of yourself, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like you're, oh my god, I I love this person, and I'm going to give all of myself to them, and then when shit gets fucked, you're completely crushed, right? And then after that happens a few times, it's like, wait, do I want to do this or not? Now you start being apprehensive. And then you're in a situation where, like, you're having a great relationship, whether it's on the guy's side or the girl's side, and the other person just decides, like, oh, my God, this is too much for me. I can't handle this, and shit happens. You know, And, like, people say it's ego, it's this, it's that. It's, like, it's insecurities. It's, it's self-doubt, self-hate, a lot of fucking negativity that comes with a lot of the bullshit that you had to put up with when you got to that point. Right. You know? So it's not even like it's a self-serving thing. It's just like something that plays out because of the fact that everything that you bring with you, you know? And that was that was one of the things that we also talked about. And I know Julie brought up the fact that, you know, she carries a lot of her childhood trauma. And, yeah. and not only that, but I guess like your first big relationship yeah. like you carry the baggage yeah, that came that from you it you with you yeah that's what i'm saying and then i was thinking about all that shit and you know how they say that you know your parents can really fuck you up yeah. with shit that they do <laughs> and i guess not to throw my dad under the bus here but he's pretty much the big reason if not the reason for my trust issues <laughs> because you know all yeah, the shit that we grew up seeing and you know hey. and it's true like that kind of fucks you up mentally and emotionally yeah. not to like I said not to put it all on the guy but shit happen you know <laughs> you learn from his mistakes and you yeah, you exactly. just don't want to be that person exactly and you move on you know you, you gotta like make it your own way but a lot of people aren't able to do that man they just Shit, man. So much shit happens in a person's life that nobody knows about, you know? 
Yep. Everybody thinks that it's like, oh, this person's really happy and it's everything's great and everything, and you don't even know what the fuck is going on behind those closed doors. Very true. All right, man. So, man, when it comes to cheating, some people it's a compulsion. You know, some people it's it's a learned behavior. Like, it's not even about cheating. It's just about maybe looking for the better fucking deal or the better situation. I mean, I've I've had conversations with friends of mine that have cheated, and their whole thing is, you know, I always ask like, what made you cheat, and their answer is always like, well, you know, I get this from this person that I don't get from, you know, the person I'm with. Oh, yeah. But then at that point, I was like, why are you still with them? Because they're assholes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's no other fucking explanation for it. They're assholes. It's kind of like the people that cheat and then they tell their partner, I it's cheated. But this is why. And it's like, no, you fucking asshole. You're just trying to rid yourself of the guilt. And it's like, oh, let me put it on you to make myself feel better. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be our Dr. Phil episode. <laughs> I'm going to break down and bear my soul to all of you. Literally, I've been thinking that we should do, like, Tell episodes you about my on my girlfriend that wanted me to hit her because that was what she was used to. No. Wait, she wanted you to hit her? Nah, I'm not going to talk about it, man. <laughs> that shows fucked up. <laughs> all types of fucked up. What is it? Si no me pega, no me quiere. Uh, no, it was worse <laughs> than that. No, but you know, <laughs> that yep. one's famous, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that one video that was that chick. You know, if he hits you, that's because he loves you. He's willing to go to jail for you. It's like, how retarded are you? Excuse hey, me for hey, using hey, the hey. R word, but like for real. Like, this chick is sitting there talking about it. if your man doesn't hit you and he's not willing to go to prison for beating the shit out of you, it's because he doesn't love you. What the fuck? I mean, it goes back to what we were just saying, you know? Maybe during her childhood, she grew up like, I hit you because I love you. And that's the shit that they grow up with. I mean, I've got some friends that I could tell you stories about, but, you know. Yeah, now nah, we you all said, do. <laughs> it's not that. it's not that episode. Right. And we're not opening that can of worms. Mm-hmm. So, moving on to a uh, happier uh, topic. <laughs> no, I mean, this is what these podcasts are about. We're just here to have some real conversation and... I kind of wish I had them on here to defend their point of views, too. But one of these days, we'll make a big group podcast again. I mean, I may be a weirdo here, but, like, my whole life, you know, I mean, dated a bunch of girls and whatever. And, like, honestly, if I was dating a girl and I met another girl and I was more interested in the girl that I just met, then the other girl was just like, okay, well, you know see you later thank you and you know life goes on right i mean not not in a way like an asshole no i'm not saying that like you know it's like i mean you know there's no more to the relationship and there it is you know and sometimes that shit gets weird too (laughs) i mean like the other day i met this guy and he was talking to me and my friend at the time well not at the time like we're still friends but Mm-hmm. This is what he was bragging about Was having five different girlfriends And you know He's like oh you know they buy me this They give me that And it's, I'm like dude like, First of all why are you bragging about that Like, It's not like something that you're like Hi my name's so and so and I have five girlfriends So And they have kids Well it's okay for 
a female or woman to be a prostitute or not even a prostitute but like an escort but it's not okay for a guy to be a gigolo if that's your profession, say that. Well, there you go. But don't that's say. That's what he's saying. He, I no. got five girlfriends. No, no, they no, take no, care no, 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 no. Because he was trying to act like he's the big pimp around here. Like, oh, ah, I got these okay. bitches, you know? He wasn't like Rodrigo Bolas de Madera. No. <laughs> it wasn't like he's, you know, like he's a player. Shout but out he to was Deuce just. Bigelow. <laughs> he wasn't, he was trying, he wasn't trying to put it off like he was a player, but he was just like, oh, you know, I got these bitches and this and that. And uh, I was like, bro, nobody's he was impressed. one of those. I mean, if that's your profession, then by all means, you know, get your money, boo-boo. But like Ronnie and uh, the Players Club said, you know, you got you to gotta use what you got to get what you want. Right. So. There you go. With that being said, I mean, you know, I'm not anybody to pass judgment on what people need to uh, to do to get by. <laughs> do what you do. I mean, we were promoting the shit out of Julie's OnlyFans. <laughs> That doesn't even exist, but you know we're it like fuck it. Exist. <laughs> we're gonna keep it going. <laughs> Is there a fifty percent code? Uh, there's actually a twenty five percent off code when oh, you come use on. crew 35, next door. 35. You know she does twenty five percent off for the viewers, <laughs> and I get a fifty percent cut. All in all, it's a pretty sweet deal. Hey, Shout know. out to Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, when work don't pay all the bills, you got to do what you got to hey, do. you got to do what you got to do to pay them bills. See, Art, what I did there? You just call <laughs> it work, buddy, or the job. You don't have to name names. <laughs> um, but shout out to you, too, my boy. Oh, man. And Jordan, we still miss you. <laughs> Jordan, You, you better come back and uh, visit us soon. <laughs> hey, I know I know your ass likes to record these episodes and not listen to them, but, you know, we, we got into some deep stuff. What do you mean? I listen to them. I mean, eventually. No, you don't. Because if I you mean, did, I would get some sort of feedback well, no, from it's you. It's just like, I feel like I'm being pretentious listening to myself. Like, ooh, look at me. I'm doing a podcast. Allow me to listen to myself and fucking jack off to my own voice. Nah, dude. Whoa, <laughs> it's just, whoa, whoa. Yeah. It's not that kind of podcast. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why it's like uh, I, I listen to it eventually, but it's just not like oh my god, I want to hear my I want to hear myself. You know what threw me off is uh, I was looking at the analytics of the podcast, mm-hmm. and shout out to whoever's listening to us from. We actually hit a new area. <laughs> uh, somebody's listening from Ireland, and Woo! somebody's listening from Singapore. Woo! I was like, man, oh, shout out shit. to you guys, shit. Gonna have to go to Ireland and get a fucking shot, and then go to fucking Singapore and get a sling. Singapore sling, it's a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all <laughs> right, then. We're international. <laughs> oh, man. But now we were, uh, we were also talking about things that have happened in our lives that kind of have made us into the people that we are. And uh, it was... It was pretty good. Right on. It was more like a campfire talk than Did somebody pull up the ukulele? We should have, huh? <laughs> I have it in my in my room. You guys uh, could have had a little sing along. Little kumbaya <laughs> moment. But oh. that's why I said we just touched on the tip of the iceberg. We still had to do a couple more episodes with everybody. Once the uh Studio gets built. Okay, Joe Rogan. We don't have that kind of money. 
Nah, it's a mattress. You put it up against the wall in the bathroom, and then you get a table in there, set everything up, and there you go. I'm not going to podcast from the bathroom. <laughs> Trap house fucking podcasting. <laughs> right? <laughs> Trap house studio. <laughs> we got to get some... Uh, what do you call it? The uh, the soundproofing? It could be the trap That cast. way you don't hear the toilet flush. <laughs> the soundproofing shit is fucking uh, egg cartons. Hey, that shit works. Yeah. <coughs> or the drink carrier from uh, McDonald's. <laughs> I'll probably have more from Starbucks. As often as I go there. Basic. <laughs> I don't care. So... You used to work there, fucker, so don't call me basic. Twice. Exactly. That was fun. One round wasn't enough. You had to go back for seconds. Hell yeah, shit. Working for Starbucks was fun back when Starbucks was fun. You should go back. I need some free drinks. No, I'm cool. With all the BS going on nowadays, I'm so cool. Yeah. I don't need uh, their training and all that bullshit that they're doing. I'm alright. So I've been, uh, I discovered a new channel on YouTube yesterday. It's called Ghost Town Living. And it's these two guys that spent their whole life savings on a ghost town. And it's actually up here in uh, California. It's uh, Cerro Gordo. It's like three, and a half, like three and a half hours from here. Off the 14. Central Cali. Yeah. Yeah. Past Death Valley. Where the rocks walk by themselves. You ever seen that? No. Yeah. When it gets hot enough in uh, Death Valley, there's rocks that actually start moving across the fucking plain. I don't know how I feel about living in a place called Death Valley. No, nobody lives in a place called Death Valley. Yeah, and there are people out there. There are people out there, but... Right in the middle of it? See, it's the uh, Cerro Gordo ghost town that they bought. And it's it's actually pretty cool because they're trying to re... I guess redo now because there was a fire um, from like old electrical wiring. Uh-huh. So they're trying to remake the hotel that used to be there. Mm-hmm. Um The guy goes on to talk about how beautiful it is out there and how he wants people to experience you know what it was like back then with all the miners and everybody that used to come so i mean i i see his goal i think it's gonna be pretty cool Mm -hmm. he's shooting to open it again in uh july 4th of next year Mm. covid permitting yeah, that's what he's saying, that he's been working his ass off as much as he can, but, you know, with all the permits yeah, and man, nah, this whole fucking offices thing. being closed and everything. Yep. Screwing all kinds of people over. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. Um, If you go on the channel, I know you like a lot of that exploration shit. And he goes down, shit. like, um, he goes down different mines and, and shit like that. And I'm like, dude, you're a brave guy, because... Mm. No, no. <laughs> He's down in the pits. Uh, yesterday, I was watching one of the episodes where he goes out to get supplies. Mm-hmm. He has to drive, um, you know, like those little off-roading cars. The Gators. 
I think so. It's got uh, six wheels, two in the front, no. four in the back. This one's just four. It's like four a caterpillar? Wheels. No. Oh, okay. I forget what the fuck it's called. He even says it on the on the on the uh, episode, but he has to ride that to where his truck is, because his truck is only a two wheeler or not a two wheeler, but you know it's not four by four. Right. So I can't make it up the the other side of the mountain. So <laughs> he has to ride that one over to where they have like the main house where the hotel is gonna be and shit. And then from there he has to drive to to town. Altogether, it takes him an hour and a half just to get there to Keeler, Keeler, California. Sounds pretty Keeler. <laughs> but um, it takes him like an hour and a half just to get to the general store to buy, you know, groceries and supplies and shit. But he can't buy that much at a time because he has to be able to fit into the little four-wheeler again to drive it back over. It's like a shopping cart. Man. I fell for this dude because it... It took him about four to five hours just to do that one trip. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But, um... Just for a little bit of supplies. Yeah. He bought, like, some cases of water, some food. Um, and then he just got these kittens. I guess in town somebody had to get rid of them or something. They they rescued them and they needed a home. And he's by himself, so he was like, fuck it. <laughs> hey, man, get rid of rats and so all now he has like stuff that'll come by. Six or seven little kittens. He has to feed them. Oh, with he the, has an army of cats now. <laughs> right? I was like, now he's the crazy cat guy. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty cool channel if you guys want to check it out. He's like, go forth, my children, and destroy. <laughs> it kind of it reminded me of that channel that you put me on. The family that bought the farm. And that oh, they, yeah. What's it called? Uh, here, give me a second. I'll look it up for you. Shout out to these folks, cause, man, I've it's learned a, a lot from them. It's an awesome them. channel. Yes, it is. It's uh, come on, where is it? But like, uh, while you look for that, what I was saying is, uh, it kind of me- reminded me of that channel that you watch, cause you know you're seeing them do everything from scratch to where they are now. Right. I mean, this guy, he's just started not that long ago, so. Oh, yeah, it's, uh... But it's pretty cool. Anything it's, uh, else? Justin Rhodes. J-U-S-T-I-N-R-O-H-O-D-E-S. Once again, that's J-U-S-T-I-N-R-H-O-D-E-S. On YouTube. Dude is dope. Give him some love. Watch his videos. Man, it's it's a great channel. It's it's a beautiful channel, actually. So give them some love. I really enjoy watching uh, most of the episodes. The only ones I can't stomach is when they uh, have to harvest. Yeah. 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 No, I mean I learned from him. I just him kind that... of skip through it. I'm like, uh, okay, no more dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's how I learned about fucking clearing like underbrush when you buy acreage. By using like different types of animals to go in there and like handle it, and everything gets, uh, what do you call it, uh, fertilized with their poop and all that goodness, all that organic beautifulness that is life and nature. That guy <laughs> fucking works a lot. Yes, he does. Him and his kids. Shout out to well, his yeah, kids. But I mean, they're you know the kids are still young. There's only so much they can do, but he fucking man. pulls all the f- the yep. feed and everything, oh, yeah. moves the animals from yes, one man. side to the other. 
He I was puts work in. You know how he was talking about having a bad back and shit. I was like, that's that's why right there. <laughs> but I was also a big fan of, uh, you know how he created that little patch of sweet potatoes for his dad after yep. he passed. Yep, yep. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a beautiful channel to watch. Like it's just really cool because you start off where like they show up at the fucking property and there's their lives. And it's just really awesome to watch because it's something that maybe all of us want to experience and be a part of, you know? And maybe we need to do it in our own lives. I mean, you know me, I've been a big fan of the country life since I was a little kid when we used to go to Mexico. Mm -hmm. The only part of the country life I wasn't fond of was the whole killing of animals, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but that's just part of what it is, you know? It's the circle of life. It was funny because this, uh, <laughs> this new guy that I'm working with, he was talking to me about growing up with a pet pig. And I was like, dude, that's fucking awesome. I've always wanted like a little pot belly pig to just <laughs> have as my pet. And it's funny because I remember, I mean, this, this may be a little bit too TMI, but I remember when I was a little kid going to Mexico and, you know, we had to go poop at night to go take a stick with you so that when you go poop the pigs come up and you start poking them jesus <laughs> how old are you 80 <laughs> no ma'am no <laughs> yep no but uh and if you need to check credentials on that ask mom <laughs> you know when uh when i first got cash and he turned like a year old i got this weird obsession with little potbelly pigs. I was like, I want one, you know, as a pet. And so I used to joke with mom and I was like, I'm gonna get one for cash so he can grow his own little pig. <laughs> and, uh... Get him a bacon I, seed? Mom was like, you're a fucking idiot. She's like, you ain't gonna get a pet for your pet? I was like, hey, why not? Hey, why not? Fuck it. But, uh, he was telling me about the pig and, uh... When I talk to people about growing up and why I love the country life so much, they always judge me because, you know, why the fuck not? But out here, whenever I tell people that, you know, dad got me that horse when I was a a kid. And I'm like, every time we went to Mexico, I used to run around in my horse and all this. Oh, yeah. And remember, just the minute my grandpa knew that we were coming, he already had him saddled up and ready to go. Hell yeah. And so people are like... You're so fucking fancy. Like, your daddy bought you a horse. No, and I'm like, it's not my daddy like didn't that. buy me a horse. I'm like, my grandpa worked his ass off to make the horse happen. <laughs> no, dad but, traded the, the car stereo for the horse. Oh, okay. That's why his name was a stereo. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, people are like, oh, you're so fucking spoiled. You grew up with a horse. I'm like, no. Bro, you guys act like I grew up in fucking Palos Verdes with, <laughs> you know. She said Palos Verdes. Well, you know how they have the equestrian centers and shit out there? I'm like, you guys act like that's where the fuck I was riding horses. Like, no, this was maybe a couple times a year if I was lucky that we would go out there and, you know, I got to live that life. Right. And it was very liberating. Oh, man. That's what I loved it when I was a kid. That was, that was great. (laughs) I just remember that my dad's cousin, you know, Socorrito, she used to always come and, like, tell mom, but she's riding the horse too fast around town. You need to slow down, you know, all this shit. And I was like, fuck that. You can't tell me how fast I can go on this horse. Hell no. Go from one side of town to the other. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, hoo-hoo. Hell yeah. 
Hell I'm yeah. like, Griffith Park ain't got shit on this. Hell no. <laughs> oh, it was great, man. I remember going to the races. Like, back in the day, con la banda. Oh, hell yeah. At the Palenques. And then the fucking, uh, the ferias. Ah, man. It was great times. Right. Great times. That's why when it was time to come home, I was like, no, I don't want to come home. Just leave me here. Leave me here. Please, please leave me here. They're like, no, you need to come home. You got to go to school. It's like, no, wait. I want to stay here and I want to ride horses and have fun. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> it was funny because, you know, when you used to go to the plaza and then, you know, you know how in Mexico they they have to give back the bottles that they yeah. use for, you mm-hmm. know, the Cokes or whatever sodas. That's why you always get the fucking bag of soda with a straw. Well, that's what I was going to say. That was my favorite thing. I used to tell mom, like, this soda tastes so much better. It's oh, it's yeah. in the bag. Hell yeah. And then when, when we used to come over here, you know, great. I was a little kid and I was like, how come they don't have soda in, in a bag here? And mom was like, it's different. It's, <laughs> yep. You don't understand. It's funny because I asked the same question. I was like, how come I can't get my soda here in a bag? Nope, it don't work that way. Well, there's uh, too many creeps out here. Yeah. You might get some shit in your bag. Oh man. Um, but yeah, it was. I used to love going out there because it was just, like I said, it was liberating. Like, it was. It was a whole different world. You can. Hell yeah. It was go around world. and do whatever you wanted. And it was great. It was like fun. um, you know how my tia Viro and my my tio Chumano used to have the the carniceria out there. Right. I used to go hang out with Tanya. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Ranch. Ranch. And um, we used to be right there, you know, like charging people for the meat or whatever. Just so that my aunt would give us some money to go next door to the arcade. Or we would go to the, what did they call it? The Cama Elastica, which is the trampoline. Oh, yeah. Like there was a house that, you know, you could go and pay and they let you go in there and, and jump around on the, the trampoline. trampoline. Yep. It was awesome, man. There was always something to do. Um, it's like the arcade, the arcade with a fucking with a pistol. Dude, I uh, spent so much money at those arcades. Oh man, it was ridiculous. Yeah. But it was funny because when I used to go, when well, we used to go over there, and again, shout out to my cousin Ranch. Uh, I used to tell my mom like it's so different here, because I mean I grew up with you and Ramon, you know. Mm. So I was used to playing outdoors and not with dolls and shit like that. Like I was, I was rugged. <laughs> I was rugged. Yeah. <laughs> I used to take ass whoopings like nothing. Off. Remember when I was learning how to rollerblade? Guy, I fell on my ass so many times, literally on my ass. Mm. Like the bruises showed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I used to go out there and I remember like I used to always want to sleep over my my Diavito's house. She would make us pancakes and shit. You know, you go out there, everybody spoils you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, they do. Even if they don't have it, they'll find a way to make it happen. Come into somebody's house. Yeah, comiste? Si. No estás de mentiroso. Siéntate. Sit down. Get get over there. No, but I'm not hungry, tia. No, sit down. (laughs) And they go over there into the kitchen. Here you go. Here's a plate. It's like, okay. Go to your other aunt's house. Yeah, well, I guess I could eat. (laughs) Well, I guess. <laughs> and then they wonder why we live like we do. Hey, you guys taught me that I couldn't throw away food. Hell no. It's a sin. Yeah. Throwing away food is a sin. But now, uh, one of the times that I stayed over Ranch's house, she brought out her little Barbie mansion with all her little Barbies and all this shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this? 
Like, I'm used to playing in the mud and the dirt, falling on my ass. Like, Hot wheels. <laughs> skateboards. Skateboards. No, you know, you knew me. Like, yeah, I know. That's what I'm It saying. was always about soccer and basketball and, yeah. you know, I was always, like, tagging along with dad everywhere and... I remember, you know how they used to play rebote at Brando? Yeah, handball. Yeah. Yeah. Rebote. Well, it's not it's not handball. the handball that people no, know. No, it's not. That's why I didn't call it handball. Yeah, rebote, pero. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys have watched American Me, and it's, you know. Oh, Jesus. That scene where they're. See, that's unfortunate <laughs> that that's the only real, like, reference that you have for that. Well, because it's not a popular thing in well, pop culture. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's unfortunate. I'm that, saying American that has people be, don't yeah. play, you know, rebote. Chingazos they don't play the mano. handball like <laughs> you know our dad and uncles and everybody did. Oh, yeah. But I remember that I used to go with uh, Brian, Menyo, and Jessica. <laughs> and I remember one time we got one of the balls and we're over there thinking like it's nothing. That should fucking hurt. Yes, it does. Oh, yeah, give you fucking nice strong hands. Mm-hmm. Tell you that much. I was like, man, my dad and my uncles make it look so easy. This huh? shit ain't easy. No, it's not. It is not for the faint of heart. Mm-mm. What kind? That of, is a contact sport. What kind of balls are those that they use, the blue ones? It's a racquetball. Okay, so this is the best way we can describe it. It's this. a blue racquetball. It's a blue racquetball that you hit with your hand, yep. not with a... With not racket. with a racket. Nope. You don't play you racquetball. You're playing handball. Yeah. Nope. Not the one with the big red ball that you just hit at nope. the wall. That's why when you slap somebody, you slap the shit out of them. Bow! <laughs> That's why I was trying to tell you guys that if you watch the American Me, there's a scene when they're in jail. Yeah. And that's what they were playing. And that's what I was trying to... That was the picture I was trying to paint for everybody. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. It was. Yeah. That it was. That hurt. <laughs> it hurt. Especially when you started being a dick and you got really good at it. You could hit fucking people with it. So, like, the ball's coming, the ball's coming. Instead of getting the point, you just fucking smack it to hit somebody in the back of the head. Bow! A bit like uh, excessive roughness on the field. Yeah, I was like, oh <laughs> shit, my bad, bro. I smacked it and, yeah, sorry. Like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. It was on purpose, but not really on purpose. Well, sticking to the topic of when we used to go to Mexico. I remember when we went to uh, Dad's side of town. One of the one of the days. Dad's side of town. <laughs> well, you know, Mom and Dad are from two different towns. So right. when we were with Dad's family, I remember that day Mom stayed with uh, mi tía Manny. Um, and we, I was hanging out with my cousins, the ones closer to my age, and you were out with the older guys. And uh, I remember, I think it was Chato that was like, oh, we should go to the cemetery and visit my grandma, you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I'm down. I'm down. And so mom just told us, like, oh, be careful. Ooh. Not knowing that you motherfuckers were going to come home earlier than us and... Asked where we were. <laughs> and then, so, you know, we're over here being nice kids. Just a little little background story. My grandma passed away when I was four years old. And uh, I don't really remember anything other than the day that she passed away. Um, shit, my grandma was a shit. I got to enjoy her for... Ten years. Good long time. No, 14 years. Great. Yeah, she was a great lady. 
Dude, she was a great lady. She made great cheese. Oh my god. Well, let me she let me let me cheese. finish my. I remember story she first. used to send me and my cousin to sell cheese door to door, and we would never come back with enough money because me and his fat ass would sit there and fucking eat all the cheese. What cousin? Oh, Chavita. Oh. Yep. But back to my story. <laughs> I don't. I don't really remember much about my grandma, but my mom said that uh. I used to spend hours on the phone with her just talking, talking up a storm. Oh, she yeah. Was, she was like, you that. guys were so similar. But, um, I remember that she wanted to meet Stinky. And for those of you that don't know who Stinky is, it's my little brother. That's been his nickname since he was a baby. But, um, we were on our way to Mexico and the car broke down and I don't even remember exactly everything that happened, but... When we got there, my grandma had passed away, so she didn't get to meet my little brother. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. She had already passed away. Yes, she did. In spirit, she met him, but yeah, in person, exactly. she didn't. But, um, so every every time we used to go out to Mexico, we just kind of always made it a point to go visit my grandma at the cemetery and, you know, kiss her grave and wash her her tombstone and everything take them flowers we'll take her flowers at the time because my grandpa was still living and well, uh, um, so that was the day that you know we were gonna go see my grandma and then these fuckers find out that we're at the cemetery <laughs> and naturally start fucking with us so i'll let you tell that part ah uh, shit i don't even remember but on the one about uh grandma me stinky this is where it gets a little paranormal so, you know, he was a newborn, right? So, mom wrapped him up in a, in a blanket and set him down on the bed. He was six months old. Yeah. Well, he was a baby. She set him down on the bed. He was going to sleep. And, you know, went over there and doing this, that, and the other. And when she came back to check on him a little bit later, instead of being like this on the bed, he was laying like that on the bed. Yeah. And his arms were out, and he had a big old smile on his face. No, that part's not true. Mom has told me the story multiple times. Okay, sorry. I guess I lied. No, um, she was telling me that he was moved in a different direction where he couldn't have moved on his own. And mom was like, well, I guess she did get to meet him. But from what they tell me, and I don't remember this part, but they said that uh, I just want to be inside like where she was. And I was never scared of the dark before that or anything. Uh, when we came back from Mexico from that, I was scared shitless of the dark. But mom said that all I wanted to do was just be with my grandma. Like, you know how they had her. And I I just remember a lot of people crying and stuff. And mom said that I just kept bugging. Like, can you pick me up? I want to see her. Can you pick me up? I want to see her. But all she wanted was to meet Stinky. She did. And she did. That's what I'm saying. She did. No, I know. And that's why mom was like, I wasn't scared or anything. I, I just knew that she finally got to meet him. Yeah. I was like, uh, I would have been fucking scared. Mm. But the, nah. Then again, I'm telling you, like, I was never scared of anything before that. And when we came back from Mexico, I don't know what switch flipped or what. <laughs> but I was just like, this may not be for me. Oh, man. Come on. Embrace it. 
I don't know if it was that or fucking all the Chucky movies I used to watch at the time. <laughs> but yeah. The last time I went to Mexico was kind of different though. No shit. Um, well, no, it wasn't all the narco shit that's going no, on I right know, now. No, I know, I know, I know. That's what uh, I'm saying. No shit. Last time I was in Mexico, it was like this shit is whack. Well, it wasn't whack either. We were. I was there to celebrate my grandpa's birthday, and it was the last birthday I got to spend with him. And uh, tell me why the minute he found out that I was coming, I was like. Uh, we mom and I went and bought him a little shirt. You know how presents are different mm-hmm. over there too. Yeah. And uh get a comb and some <laughs> cookies. Hell yeah, those cookies. That was were you, bomb. man. Those cookies were bomb. <laughs> I remember mom was shit. saying that you were like trying to figure out where the toys were and shit and she's like, No, birthdays are different over here. Right. <laughs> then when I got cookies, it's like I'm getting cookies. And then another pack of cookies is like, shit. You were like, what did I do to deserve so many cookies? It's my birthday and I'm getting cookies. Hell fuck yeah. <laughs> shit. Keep them coming. But now, um, you know how he used to always saddle up the horse for me? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, quiere que le ensille el caballo, mija, vamos. And I was like, no, shit, I'm going to break the horse now. I don't think the horse can hold me, Grandpa. <laughs> but every time he used to see me... Um, for those of you that aren't family or related to us. Um, a lot of people say that I... Out of all the grandkids, I'm the one that looks the most like my grandma. Yeah. Dad's mom. Yeah. And uh, I remember after she passed away, when we used to go over there, my grandpa used to always be so happy to see me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, his eyes would always water. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it pains me to see... The happiness that I bring to him, but also the sadness that, you know, I see. I miss my grandpa playing his fucking harmonica. Hey, a shout out to my grandpa for never remarrying <laughs> after my grandma passed away. Well, you never heard no rumors about nope. him with other women, nothing. He's he a was, man's man. He was a ride or die for his He was lady. a man's man. Fuck dumb shit. I fucking defy any man today to be a fucking better man than my fucking grandfather was. Both For of real, them. Both of them, yep. Defy any motherfucker. Get at them. Real men. The old school men. Work the land. Fucking make it happen. Rawr. Work their asses <laughs> off. Provide it for their family. Hell yeah. And not one bad rumor to go out about either one of them. Nope. Their children, that's a whole other thing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that part. That whole part. <laughs> <laughs> but those two men and the men before them, ain't shit to be said about them. Mm, no, there's shit to be said about mom's grandpa. There's <laughs> plenty of shit. I never met the guy and I know all the fucking stories. That yeah. guy was a real piece of work. Oh, yeah. But, um. Yeah. They were, they were good men, mm-hmm. but they also had strong women as wives. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shit, fuck you. I mean? wouldn't fuck with either one of my grandmas. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I see my grandma fucking. Oh, man. My mom's mom. I seen her push a motherfucker down the street, talking shit to him just because of his political party. Because he thought that he was going to come and knock on her fucking door and fucking offer her some fucking cornmeal and some money and she was going to fucking vote for them. 
And she was like, who the fuck are you to be fucking coming into my house like this? Hey, but she never cursed like that. No. She didn't curse. She she killed him with she, kindness. Yeah, no, fuck that killed him with kindness. She put hands on the dude. No, 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 I'm not saying that she didn't. I'm saying like she always like kind of like outsmarted them. Yeah, but she put hands info. on the dude, pushed him the fuck back, and fucking pushed him off the, off the stoop. Like, nah, bro, I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah. Some strong so, ladies. Strong ass ladies. Fuck the dumb shit. Very outspoken ladies. Mm hmm. That's why dad used to always say that I even talk shit like my grandma, too. <laughs> As when I said that to, uh, I was, ta- well, from the story that mom told me and dad, they said that I was on the phone with my grandma. And I think this was before I met her. And she was like, um,. I forgot what she had said. And then I think she asked dad, like, what did I look like or what was I like? And dad was like, you guys are the same shit. And so I started talking to my grandma again and she goes, do me a favor. Tell your mom to make some tortillas harina, some flour tortillas for our non-Spanish speakers. (laughs) She was like, tell your mom to make some flour tortillas. And put a real hot one on your dad's mouth. <laughs> she was like to teach his ass a lesson. And I was like, man, I fucks with grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was like, you're just like her. The way that you talk shit, the way that you carry yourself, everything. And I was like, That's I must right be bitch. pretty fucking good. <laughs> Recognize. <laughs> I, I didn't just get her eyes and her... Uh, Big forehead. <laughs> Man. What were some good times you had out there? Oh, shit. Riding horses. Since apparently this is our Mexico episode. I guess. Fuck it. It's Mexico episode. Riding horses. <laughs> fucking milking cows. Cleaning out the stables. Oh, man. All that shit was so much fun. It was so much fun. Because, like... It was funny because my cousins would be all pissed off. Oh, man, we got to clean up the fucking stable today. It's like, oh, we're going to clean up the stable? Fuck yeah. And I'm fucking running around. They're like, no it's boots, exciting no for nothing. you because yeah. you never fucking exactly. have to do it. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm like, shit, the shovel all the shit out. Yay. <laughs> You're like, keep pooping horses. <laughs> uh, no, no. I did that a few horses. times, too. Yeah. But, yeah, man. And then fucking just being out in the fields and being outside and the history, man, like just, you know, being out there in Peñoles and seeing like the stuff from the Revolutionary War and all the stuff, like all the history, you know? Yeah. And being taught all the history and being taught like what everything is and how like the river flows and when the rains come and this, that and the other. It's like, wow, man. It's like, ah, so fucking awesome. <laughs> Dude, one time. I think it was Mitya Luli that took us to, uh, what is it called? I think it's called Los Filtros. Something like that. It's in Camargo. But it's like the Mexican fucking uh, raging waters. <laughs> that shit Mexican raging Because I didn't know, I didn't know where we were going. But you know how they, they always invited us right, everywhere. right. Which I'm not complaining because you know, I would have no. never gone otherwise. Want to go here? You want to go there? Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Mom, can I go? 
Yes. Okay. But we went, and I thought it was the coolest shit. Because, you know, you get there, and you're expecting the water to be cold. And uh, It's all nice and warm. I got in there, and I was like, damn, the water is warm here? What the yep. fuck? And I guess it's just like the natural spring. Yep. It's like that. Yep, yep. That shit was a lot of fun. We didn't come back till the nighttime, and I was so tired. But I was like, man, this is one of the greatest experiences. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, no, there's like, um, so, uh, what do they call the... Um, Thermal springs all over the state, and they call them mojos. You know, you know, el ojo de, yeah, yeah, Lopez, el ojo de acá, el ojo de allá, and it's like a thermal spring, man. There's the one that like, you go in and the water is ice cold as soon as you step in. It's ice cold, and then as you get closer, it gets warmer and warmer and warmer, and then at a certain point, it gets too fucking hot for you to just like you know keep walking. But man, it feels so good. Makes everything your body just stop aching. It's beautiful. I remember when we were kids and we used to go to Alojo right mm-hmm. there in Villa Lopez. Yep. And one time I was in the water and I felt something touch my leg and I got so scared. I was like, what the fuck? And I looked down and it was a little turtle. <laughs> like little baby turtles right. in the water. I was like, oh, this is so cool. I grabbed the little turtle. I was like, oh, hi. Put them back down. Nah. Ah. It was in those kind of turtles. <laughs> but I remember uh, <laughs> one of the times when we went out there, remember how dad used to be a real big guy at the time? Dad was real big boned. <laughs> and you know, no, it was when he was fat. No, I know. That's like he was working on bodies. <laughs> and, um,. Remember how they had that rope that you throw yourself mm-hmm. into the water with? And my mom's dad, my grandpa was like, oh, this shit ain't gonna end well. <laughs> and so he was cracking up that like he's gonna drain all the fucking water out of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, shit was grandpa. hilarious, but that did make a pretty big splash. I was like, yeah, did he did. <laughs> Man, that shit was funny, though. You know how, you know how my grandpa was? I he know. inside jokes over here like, hey. He's like, hey, man, there's going to be mojarras all around the edges of this. Just it's get like, ready to harvest. <laughs> my mom always says about my, my tia Eva, que son chingaqueditos. That was my grandpa, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's an art form. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he used to always carry little candies in his shirt. And depending on what you did, he would give you a little candy. Yep. Like with Stinky, it was the little head bumps. Yep. And the topitos. With yep. me, it was just like, Grandpa, can I have a candy? He's like, he's like, I didn't give it to you. <laughs> you know, and uh, when I was a little kid and they were saying that my cholesterol was high and how they had to put me on a diet or whatever. And I remember my grandma and my grandpa, they were out here visiting. <laughs> and you know how mom used to always teach us, like, don't say nothing. She was like, shh, people said I, you know, like, yep. don't. Yeah, you know, from a young age, you learn not to snitch on yourself or others. Mm-hmm. And so, mom used to tell my grandma, like, all right, I'm going to go to work, you know, give her this and this for breakfast. And that's it. Don't don't let her have cookies or chips or anything. And so she was like, okay. <laughs> and after I would have my breakfast, I used to tell, uh, I used to tell my grandma, like, can I have a cookie? And she was like, no. And your mom said no. And I was like, abuelita, 
pico de cera. And then <laughs> she would give me cookies. But she was like, how am I going to tell the kid no? So I used to, they already knew with my little pico de cera. Like, I'm not going to say shit. Oh, bad influence ass mother. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I knew my way around God things. like that. That's why I told mom. I was like, you should have never taught me how to lie. Then I wouldn't have been a liar. I blame this on you, lady. Wow. Dick. <laughs> hey, it's true, man. With the childhood we had, we had to learn how to lie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was some good times, though. Yeah. A lot of good times. A whole lot of good times. I remember when we used to go to Mexico and we used to stay at mom's family's house, my grandparents' house. Mm. Um, like at 5.30 in the morning, my grandpa would get up with his little mirror and like his little walker and his razor. And I, I, you would just hear the water from outside the... the spigot. Huh? The spigot. No, the faucet yeah, from right, outside. You hear it turn on and... There were a couple times where I went out there and I, I would just sit there and watch him shave. Like, I like my grandpa's cool. <laughs> grandpa was hella cool, man. Uh, and my my other grandpa, I used to not see him till later on in the day because you know how he used to leave super early to go milk yeah. the cows and everything. Shit, four o'clock in the morning, gotta be on your feet at four o'clock in the morning. Feed them fucking uh feed the animals by five, milk by six, saddles on by six thirty. Let's go. You know how he used to always go with uh, Mi Tio yeah. Carlos? Hell yeah. There's plenty of Carloses in my family, guys. <laughs> I don't want to get up. <laughs> you want to eat? <laughs> get up. Go ahead and fucking... <sighs> Nobody rushed me out there. I was a spoiled one. Oh, yeah. You were special. <laughs> Even now, like, the last time that I went out there, um, I Fuck. was at Dad's... With dad's family. I remember being dead asleep, fighting the fucking tail on the goddamn cow, trying to fucking tie it down with the with the rope around its legs so that it wouldn't fucking step onto the bucket. Then, smells so good, though. It did. It's just, ah. Uh, Man, that milk tasted the best. Hell yeah. I was like, there it's is delicious. nothing like this anywhere. And then you let that one go, take the bucket, dump it into the fucking, into the, uh... The metal milk, thing, The right? milk canister. Yeah. And then the next one will come and then... <laughs> and then you be fucking fighting the calf sometimes because the little cocksucker wants to drink the cream. It's like, no, motherfucker. This is early morning fucking cream. You're like, this is my half and half, goddammit. Goddamn right. No, <laughs> it's fucking full cream. <laughs> God damn, I missed that life. No, but I, I was really telling do. you that this is how <laughs> spoiled they had me over there. Is uh, they they came and offered me some cajeta, and my my tia Amada was like, "Quiere cajeta, mija," and I was like, "Oh, no me gusta la cajeta, nada más me gusta con queso." <gasps> Wait, my godmother fucking ran to the store as fast as she could and came back with some cheese. Wow. And she was like, "Here's the cheese for the cajeta," and I was wow. like, "God damn right." Spoiled. The most spoiled I got was when I was like, I think I was like five. And 
I've been drinking like you know milk from here in the states, right? From the from the gallon jug. So when I went, no, I, I was just laughing because you kind of pointed at your side, and I was like, "Titty milk." <laughs> no, so I went. You know, they sent me to Mexico, right? And I was like, "How come the milk isn't in a in a gallon?" You know, and my grandma's like, "Wait, do you want me to put it in, in the fridge?" And so she poured a gallon, well, like um, a pitcher. Wait, of which milk. grandma? My abuelita Lucita. Oh. She she poured she poured a pitcher and put it in the fridge, and when she poured me um, a little bit to drink, I said, "This tastes different, but I like it." <laughs> it's that raw milk that's so famous now. Mm-hmm. Goddamn people. Oh yeah. And that's why I'm big and strong. That's why I crash my bike oh, and I fucking wreck on my skateboard and I break my teeth, but I don't break my bones. Now I'm the fucking idiot that keeps <laughs> kicking the table. Um, I remember when we used to be over there with uh, my grandpa Carlos. He used to always drink milk from a uh, carton. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think it was just like two years ago that I asked mom, I was like, what kind of milk was he drinking anyway? Because I lactose. thought it was like that um, lactose milk that, you know, has like a shelf life, you know, like yeah, the no. one that dad brought us. No, he used to drink soy milk because yeah. he was lactose intolerant. Yeah. And I never knew that. Yeah. I was like, that was a thing back then? Yep. It's because... Uh, I was like, were there uh, gluten issues well, back then no, too it's it's more like um not that i'm finding my grandpa but i i just thought it was kind of crazy because you know how you used to yeah. go milk the cows and everything i just thought it was the thing that everybody it's just drank cow milk. it's like you overconsume so much like of the bacterium because see like curds whey and Bruh, milk if you and all take that. me out there i will eat fucking cheese and drink right, that right. milk every I understand day that, but the thing is like there's so many there's so much bacterium that you can pack into your gut no, I know. And I know then, how I know how it works. I'm just saying, like, I never knew my grandpa was lactose intolerant. Him with like eating a high fucking uh, meat diet and cheese, because you know, I mean, that's what we did. That ranch life. <laughs> Hell yeah, keto oh, before so keto. Good. Oh my god, <laughs> it was survival. You heard me? <laughs> yep. Fuck keto. It was survival. Man. Ah man, but yeah. But so. here's the kind of the kind of men our grandpas were. I remember every time we used to eat, I had to sit down and pray. Hell yeah. And it wasn't a short prayer. It wasn't nope. one of those, thank you, Lord, for our meal and let's eat. Not rub a no. dub dub, thanks for the grip. My grandpa had like a five-minute prayer that he used to have to say. Yes, sir. I can't tell you what it was right now because my heathen ass, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, always, I always thought it was pretty cool because even back then... And I don't remember practicing this with mom's side of the family. But with my grandpa, every time you saw my grandpa or like, I think it was just my grandpa. We used to grab his hand and kiss his hand. And I don't remember doing that on mom's side of the family. No, we did that on mom's side of the family too. We did. What, like the older one? Maybe you're older. Yeah, yeah, like your generation, but I don't remember mine. But I remember when we used to be on that side of town. It was. Nos echan la bendición. Yeah. Yep. Well, not even without it, it, we would just see my grandpa and be like, you know. Yeah, that was an old tradition. Which, I think is pretty dope. Like people don't do that anymore at all. <laughs> Kiss like, the even pinky out ring. There. <laughs> Kiss the pinky ring, bitch. That's right. <laughs> Submit to my will. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't like that. No, I know, I know. I. 
I thought it was pretty cool because it was like a lot of customs that I wouldn't see out here and know, things man. that I would have never experienced. Like when you get out up here. in the morning, you're about to go to work. Andeme, écheme la la bendición, sas sas sas, que me lo protejan y ahí nos vemos. I mean, even now, mom always says, you know, que Dios la bendiga y, y la cuide, you know, whatever. And it's it's nice, but it's different from over there. Yeah. I mean, I remember. <laughs> but then my, again, I don't feel like I would run up to different elders out here like, oh, let me kiss your hand, you know? That's like a mom's side of the family. Um, if you didn't pray at night, you didn't get dinner. Plain and simple. That was the rule. If you didn't pray the rosary or give thanks, you didn't get to eat. That must have been your generation only because they never did that yeah. to me. Yeah. Nah, I think it was one of the last few ones. If anything with me, it was hurry your ass up or you're not going to get into this food. I was nope. like, oh, shit. I can't be like, all right, you want to eat? You got to pray. If you don't eat, if you don't pray, you don't eat. But then grandma would, you know, sneak a little bit something. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they saw us every day, so, you know, they got to spoil us. And then on my dad's family, everything was great. (laughs) We would pray and be cool and go to church. I mean, on both sides of the family, that was a cool thing about it. When I went to Mexico, that was one of the greatest things, man. Going to church. Yeah, you should enjoy going to church. It was interesting. It was interesting as heck, man. Because, like. And then everybody knew you and you knew everybody. Yeah, but it was different from going to church here in in California. You know, like going to St. Thomas. I mean, you're going to the same kind of church, but, you know, like you start reading the plaques on the walls where, like, there's people interned in the walls and, like, there's so much rich history to, like, the church that's there this is gonna sound kind of fucked up but when we used to go to church out here i was mainly excited for the panaderia stop after church you know how we used to get the bread right there church just didn't really call to me out here but out there i was like oh there's like a whole other experience i was like this is the old testament out here oh yeah hell yeah (laughs) like when i got my blessing shout out to my aunt Cause she put the blessing on me. What are you tia, talking about? When she took me to um, El Pueblo del Tizonazo in oh. Durango. And she put that that blessing on me, dude. That shit was, oh my God. That whole experience was, it was way out, man. She put the blessing on you and your ass is still out here all demon-like. No, no, sister. No, sister. You don't even know. Man. It was a whole experience that was beautiful. It was great. Uh, going down to Durango, going up into the hills, seeing the chapel and all the things in there with all the miracles. All the miracles. That's the shit that blew my mind, man. Like, all the people that had gone in there and, like, left locks of their hair and their fucking wheelchairs and their braces and their, uh, what do you call them? Um, crutches. Crutches and all that stuff, dude. Like, the wall is, like, tapped just all over the place it's it, it's covered by these things man it's kind of like uh when i went for the same saint but it was uh the town over um you know how people put their uh, it's not an offering but it's basically what they're asking you know the saint to cure them for and they have like little pins for like their legs or their arms or you oh. know whatever ailment it is that you have that you're asking for mm. I thought it was pretty cool because you write it like on a paper and then you put that and, you know, you put it in there. 
and it's just the the belief that the people have you know the the faith yeah and, and that's that why something like, will get better when you go into that chapel and you see all those things man like it was a bunch of fucking wheelchairs and crutches and just all kinds of stuff along the walls where like people had actually gone in there and like stood up and let their bindings behind man it was it was beautiful it's crazy like how mom was saying uh for the same saint my my tia eva and my grandma used to kneel all the way from the house to the next town to where they were gonna be like they would walk there on their knees Mm -hmm. people do all these things that's like yeah. yeah i think it's pretty cool Hey, you even, gotta suffer. Even, like, out here when I see, you know, like, around Christmas time, how they walk around with, you know, like, the Jesus on the cross and mm-hmm. all this. Like, I think it's pretty cool. Um, not to get all super religious on you guys, because I'm not. I mean, we grew uh, up Catholic, but it's cool. it's different. But it, it's, cool it's things religion. like that <laughs> that um, still remind me about my childhood. And while we were out there and, you know, what the things meant to the people and something completely different from how it is out here that blessing she put on me man it saved my ass more than enough times to fucking have three lifetimes <laughs> but um yeah it's pretty cool out there um remember when we used to go eat the carnitas mm. in Jimenez Oh by the way, for the people that don't know, our family's from Chihuahua. Yep. And no, it's not like the fucking dogs, because people are assholes, and they go, oh, you guys are Chihuahuans? Like, the dogs? No, bitch. Like, no, Becky. the people from Mexico. No caring. No. But, um, when we used to go, <laughs> and this is, I was telling the guy that I'm working with that, um, you know how we used to take the bus from here to Mexico? Yep. Um, I was telling times. him... Huh? I said many times. I was telling him that I fell in love with country music because... Hell yeah. Uh, no, let me tell you why. Because there was this diner that the buses used to always stop at in New mm-hmm. Mexico. And it was a diner, but it was also a gas station and like a little gift shop. And I remember walking through there to go to use the restroom or whatever... And you just hear the country music, and it just felt yep. right at oh, that yeah. moment. Oh, yeah. That's why I like country music. And I was telling him, like, just hearing the music, seeing the environment, like, it all went so well together. Yes, and then I was ma'am. like, this is dope. Hell, yeah. Going across the fucking desert, there's no FM. It's all AM. So that's also the reason that I started listening to um, Coast to Coast AM. Where they're talking about conspiracy theories and oh, the UFOs Jesus. and all that shit. Because you're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, it's fucking purple fucking streaks across the sky. Fucking stars and all kinds of beautifulness just being out in the middle of nowhere, man. And then Chihuahua is pretty much all desert yep. to where we were going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then you, you either got fucking Coast to Coast AM or you got country music. Let's listen to some country music. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, yeehaw, partner. Hell yeah. <laughs> but um, I I was uh, telling mom that that little, I don't know if it's a rest stop. It's not a rest stop. Um, 
it was like a little restaurant that the bus always stopped at in uh, fuck in Villamada mm. and they had the the burritos with the cheese yeah with the sadero cheese oh yeah Bruh. Oh, that yeah. shit was amazing. Con chorizo. Oof. I used to tell my mom, like, are we almost there? Yeah. She was like, yamero, yamero. Trust me, man. I grew up on those buses. I know. Well, I know. It's sad now because she was telling me that um, the buses don't even stop there nope. anymore in that Not town. Because no of all this narco shit going on. Yep. They kind of overthrew the authorities and, you know, people are just scared to leave their houses now, it's which all sucks. Up. Yep. And to be honest, that's part of the reason why I don't want to go to Mexico anymore. As much as I miss, you know, being out there and seeing the family, it's just, it's kind of scary. Especially <laughs> the fact that I have so many tattoos. They're going to think I'm like affiliated with them or something. I'm not trying to get kidnapped. Huh? <laughs> we ain't got that kind of money out here. They're going to call me. We got your sister. All right, keep her. <laughs> I'm gonna tell them like don't even call them <laughs> you gonna be like me Ain't when shit. I got caught by the cops dude don't even call my parents man they're not gonna come get me <laughs> oh we got a tough guy here no I'm telling you man they ain't gonna come get me hey mom went and got you yeah she did well but the thing is when they called her and they were like she's like so what did he do did he do something stupid yeah okay keep no. him click no mom told I was right there when they called they told her that if she didn't go pick you up, then they were going to have to press charges on you and you weren't doing nothing. So they were like, you either come pick them up and there's no charges or you leave them here and we'll find something. I was like, ain't that some bullshit? Motherfuckers. Oh, but that was Thug Life Carlos. <laughs> oh, man. It was good times. But yeah. crazy times we're living in now it kind of sucks like not even being able to go to Mexico and be out there anymore well I feel like we uh, took up enough of you guys' time on this episode hopefully you guys enjoyed reminiscing on some of our childhood um, adventures and our favorite times that we had um i guess we'll see you guys on the next one much love to everybody stay blessed and stay safe out there catch you later bye bye <laughs>